Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Glad you guys for joining us tonight. <clears throat> Myself and Dr. Short is here, and uh, we're going to get right to it. <laughs> June June is a anti-anti-pride month. <laughs> um, as Dr. Short would say to me, I'm feeling rather uh, white today. Uh, mm -hmm. Good day. <laughs> How's everything, Dr. Short? Oh, things are very very, very good. I'm just looking at documents that I've pulled out so I can definitely uh, reach and, and tap into and educate the uh, people listening today. How many people are out there? Five, six? We have, we, have, we have a couple. Sometimes this thing won't show me exactly who's watching. You know, you get you get the ones that watch without logging into their uh, you, their channels. So they could watch over their Wi-Fi, which is which is perfectly fine, you know. Um, one of the good things is that you're willing you're willing to give us the information, and you know people are going to take what they think is applicable and leave off what they don't think is applicable. But they should be aware of what's going on and the indoctrination. I did see that video about one of their rallies <laughs> where they basically was telling people they're coming for their children, right. And um, I didn't want to show it because I don't want to get blocked blocked by YouTube. But they literally are telling people. We but they are the coming for the children. Yeah. Yeah. They are coming for the children. I sent you something. I think you should do your very best. I texted it to you to share that. And that should be something. Uh. It's a JPEG. It's not that detailed, and uh, and I think our topic for tonight is the fall wow. of Pride Month. Okay. You want me to try to put this up now? Yes, put okay. it up now uh, at the very beginning, and I want to encourage everybody. Um, as you see, my login or my name—that's my contribution. Uh, link uh when people donate uh it helps me uh, it, it contributes to my research in particular purchases of books books in which and articles that i can impart information because every now and then if i started pulling out like certain books oh my god i have one book in here i think i paid 50 60 bucks for it just so I could have it, because when you start talking about these topics, people don't believe you or the books are out of print. There's a conspiracy against knowledge. So I am and cash app dollar sign Dr. Randy Short. My PayPal is my email, wrandyshort at gmail.com. It's also a Zelle. And so, and also, uh, I'm president of an organization called the Black American Constitutional Political Action Committee. We have a website. Look that up. Backpack, B-A-C-P-A-C, but Black American Constitutional Political Action uh, Committee. And, of course, I have a GoFundMe. I hope you have that information logged in, as always, so people can track me down and help out. We are doing our very best as a new group, and we need your help. And 
I don't know. I think with uh, platforms like uh, this one here, Let's Talk uh, 2. By the way, if you like this, please start hitting the like button. Uh, our brother here doesn't ask, but like this, share it. Let's use the first few minutes to at least get as many people as possible to share because it, you know, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't have children, but a lot of you do. And a lot of you don't know what the hell is going on with your kids. And you need to know. And I, I, it, 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 it's going down. It's going down, you guys. I know that we always heard it from our elders. But um, it's it's not a hidden agenda anymore. It's it's overt, right in your face, what's going on. And they're coming for your children. Like Dr. Short, whether you got kids or not, you should be concerned. Very concerned. A lot of times in our community, we have this theory of to each his own, long as it don't affect my home. Which is bullshit, and it does affect your home. And so when the Ku Klux Klan burn your cousin's church, it doesn't mean they won't burn yours too. Or when the cops kill somebody else's kid. You know, if each of us has to experience it directly before it matters, we all will need to be in concentration camps being killed, brothers and sisters. It shouldn't happen to anybody, and we have to do better. As long as we have this attitude, if I'm not raped, if my butthole ain't popped, my nuts aren't shorn off, then it's not happening. It's just the opposite. You know, if you're a black person and white people attack you out somewhere, no one black, for the most part, will try to help you. If you fight a white person back and the other white people around, a lot of them are likely to jump in, even when the person's wrong. <laughs> we're just the opposite of other people. We are claiming we're human. We're claiming some of us. Satanists and Luciferian black folks claim to be gods, but we're very undivine in terms of how we handle situations as a group. And uh, I'm saying that, yep, uh, all of those folks with all this Egyptian and pyramid knowledge, I don't see them doing anything to counter the problems that we have other than telling people about what people, you know, <laughs> were doing thousands of years ago. What about yeah. surviving today? Mm -hmm. So, and again, so please like this, share this. Well, we're going to kick off in a few seconds. And this topic is the fall of Pride Month. And one of our themes is Tolerant Lives Matter, question mark. And also Kids Rock. Which is, which, is, which is unfortunate that we even have to put that second part with this, but they coming. They come kids, kids rock. And uh, I will say this. I'm open. Uh, there were pedophiles around when I was young. And man, the calls were close. White and black. Mm -hmm. Predators. Male and female. Mm. White female predator. White male predator, black male predator, it's real. They're everywhere. And by the way, some of mine 
were in church. Oh, yes, they are. You, they're everywhere. Not just to toss salad nigga in jail. No. So if everybody like this, are y'all responsive? Get some people. If y'all are tired, in fact, if you hate feminism and hate all this gender bullshit, uh, just say yes. You get just some responses. Yes. If yeah. y'all are tired of this shit, say yes. I hate this shit. I hate this shit. I'm tolerant. I'm super tolerant. Let me just kick this off. Back in the 90s, uh, not because I'm out here fighting for people to bust each other's asses or for people to suck on vaginas if they're females. I always advocated to treat everybody fairly. I always did it. When it wasn't cool, when it wasn't popular, when you got called faggot for saying you can't treat people, I'll go all the way back to the 70s. Uh, the neighborhood kid who probably had been molested or abused named Raymond went to the same junior high school and he was feminine acting, had a big behind. He talked like a girl. He had manners of a female. And I always said, and I'm no tough person that probably everybody could beat me up. Y'all can't mistreat him. Yeah, it's wrong. I don't have to agree with him, but you can't do this to him. And people say, what are you? Are you his boyfriend? And I would say, hey, I'm not his boyfriend, but why does your dick get hard when you bully him? Mm. Then people, I'm going to bust your fucking mouth. And not my dick wasn't getting hard when I was bothering. <laughs> but I mean, I'm a, they, they, didn't, they didn't deny with your statement to him. No, in other words, I'm going to use violence. You talk too fucking much. I do what I want. I says, well, he does what he wants too. Maybe you want to do the same thing. Shut up. I'm, let's jump in. In other words, let's silence his ass. So I, I'm i just telling you, there were people, man, you're his boyfriend. No, we're not. Nope. I never hung with that person. I only said, why are you guys bothering him, popping him on the ass with towels in the gym? And all? And if you say he's a sissy and you don't like him getting screwed in the behind, why is your hands on his behind? I don't put my hands in his behind and you call me faggot, but yet your hand is on his behind and you're straight. Mm. Seems like if I were what you said I was, I'd be doing what you do. And, you know, eventually people would get mad because I mean, I couldn't fight, but I could always communicate. People would get mad. I don't want him guess like me. I do. <laughs> right. I'm thinking, what, what do you want? I says, in fact, I said, you know what? If he's really gay, when you touch him, you're turning him on. Why would you do that? You <laughs> making him moisten his booty, and, and and then your heart too. You, you guys, anyway. And that's what 1978. So what's that? Says 20, 22 years plus. Wow. That's almost 50 years ago. Um, not quite. That I was saying, hey, treat everybody the same. I don't agree, but don't. So certain people say, you're a gay rights advocate. And, and perhaps only in the sense that nobody should get beaten up, harassed on the job, 
denied housing, all this stuff. I'm against people being mistreated. So I'm tolerant, but my damn tolerance has been exhausted. I don't tolerate when I get a call from my dear friend whose name I won't say, who's straight, who has to work pride as part of his business. And he tells me that he's watching dudes eat doo-doo and pour blood on each other and drink blood and drink piss and have public sex. And, and you've got to function as if this isn't going on. And the fact that they've done this more than one year for, for Pride Month and have not hit anyone or cussed out or went off on anyone, that's tolerance. I mean, extreme tolerance. However, as he said, every year it gets worse. Mm. Every year it's gets new worse. for him. But if I said I worked as a butler and the companies I worked for had contracts for Pride, you see, DC. Go all the way, all the way back to the 1970s when they had the first really, really big, 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 big pride day. Then we had a damn day, like Negroes had Negro History Week, and then it became a month. And these motherfuckers went from a day to a month in no time, right? Quickly. Back. Hmm? Quickly. In 1979... I believe in February. And let me check. I believe it's February that they had their big pride thing. The reason I'm saying that is I believe I could be wrong. Somebody check for me. When did they have the first pride day in Washington, D.C.? I know it's 1979. I just want to get the month correct. So my story is right. So no bastard, you know, that probably gives blowjobs, who wants to give a defense for what he's doing, says I got the month wrong. When do they have it? Hold on, I'll look it up. I'm thinking that they had it in... in it was 1975. No, they had the first one in 75, but then first big one in D.C., was in 1979. Okay. And I I believe it's in February, but whatever, it was in 79. And the reason I'll never forget is because some friends of mine who are older, who are like big brothers to me, asked me, what would you like to do? I think it was maybe for my birthday or something. That's why we keep thinking it's in February, but I could be wrong. We went down to, whew, Jesus have mercy. I wanted to go to Baskin Robbins. One, my parents never liked to spend money on certain things, or really did. I mean, my parents were like super religious. We didn't get out or do stuff much. So I was like, you know, get something other than ice cream out of the box. Go to one of the really nice, fancy ice cream stores. Go to the Baskin Robbins downtown D.C. And the Baskin Robbins was off Connecticut Avenue, Connecticut Avenue uh, <laughs> comes off of DuPont Circle. DuPont Circle is sort of like the rectum of Washington, D.C. It used to be in the 60s because I remember 
being carried to Black Panther and anti-war uh, rallies where I would see Stokely Carmichael, Eldridge Cleaver, um, uh, what's his name, Bobby Seale. I would see these people as a four-year-old, three-year-old, wow. five-year-old. So my association with DuPont Circle is not about people tricking and trolling to get screwed. But that's that's what DuPont Circle is like, like the epicenter of where you get a nut busted in your rear end or meet people. It's the heart of gay DC. And when I went to get ice cream, I did not know that there would be somewhere between a, a, half, a quarter of a million to 400,000 gay white men down in that area. And my brother, everything was fine until we watched the Baskin Robbins. And I can just tell you, I was, I, I can't stand pedophiles. It was wall to wall people looking at me. And because I came in with older people, they look at me like I'm someone that's fuckable. Yeah, desirable. <laughs> and I, this is, a, and then I had this feeling, I swear to you, of dread of death for like my life was at risk. I turned around and broke into my best rendition of uh, Carl Lewis and Jesse Owens and, and Hussein Bolt to run the fuck up out of there. I ran so fast as people had to run out to catch me. I was like, run, <laughs> just run, get up the fuck out of there. And um, they said, now, Randy, I thought you like ice cream. And I said, I hate ice cream. Let's, I hate ice cream. Let's go. I was lying. And that's how I celebrated my 14th birthday was running from these just just were white dudes and all their pants were tight. <laughs> this was like all of them had on Calvin Klein jeans. They were tight and shit. Everybody had on tight clothes. <laughs> and I'd never seen shit like this. And, and let me be clear. My parents are fine arts majors at Howard. So it's not like I haven't seen and had gay folk in your house around a lot. Okay. I always tell people the story of uh, coming home from school. Wow. 1975, six, and as I'm walking, I can see people with colorful clothes on on our front porch of our brownstone, and I'm like, oh my god, and I'm like, play it off, play it off, I'm good, I'm strong, I'm gonna get through this because I'm with the Negroes from the neighborhood. I already don't fit in. I sound like I'm white, all this other kind of stuff. Cause we're yeah, make that the... hashtag, make that hashtag right there. Tolerant lives matter. Make that go viral. Dr. Yes. Created that, that uh, hashtag. We want to hashtag that every time we get a chance. Yes. Tolerant lives, lives, Tolerant matter. lives matter. My friend. And I'm like, I can see the gay people from Howard who were my parents' classmates, and they're acting like fools. And I'm like, oh my God. My working class, single parent household, they're gonna be very, very concerned about what goes on at that house that I live in. I said, let me just play it off. Maybe they won't notice. 
A lot of people are very sheltered. They weren't taken to mental mental institutions like I was where my mother worked with people who were dying from syphilis. I've been seeing black men die from STDs since I was about four years old. So I'm scared as shit. <laughs> you you learn you yeah. I understand, you know, there's a consequence to all this homo stuff. I knew this as a four year old, right? That watch someone with their nose is like this. There's a cartman just eating off from tertiary syphilis. So, you know, I'm scared of shit of STDs, always have been. So I'm thinking, and then if I just, if I'm strong, if I act like everything is normal, these guys, it's gonna, they're gonna go to their house, I'm gonna turn, and lo and behold, the most flamboyant sissy of them all says, hi, Randy, and he does this sick thing. And he has on this fiery shirt with flaming orange pants on, and the guys look at me and say, do you know him? That's like, yes. He called my name. <laughs> of course I know. <laughs> yes, I know him. <laughs> well, what what is he doing there? I says, uh, he's friends of my parents. And then the guy says, one, two, three. And he says, yeah, the whole city's sitting in your front porch. I mean, what do your parents do? says, well, my parents are in Christian ministry. They help gay people. They need to stop. <laughs> it's like, are you okay? You want to raise the blade to sleep in your ass tonight? I mean, you could come and stay at our house until they leave. <laughs> and and then all that, like, hey, Randy. Then the other one starts speaking. You're like, oh, God. And they're all looking at me and sitting there like, damn. Look. The most fucked up life of all is to be a preacher's kid because your parent, because you know, you people see it don't all. look. You've seen it all. No, and so everyone's trying to figure out what the hell are y'all doing with all of those sisters up there? The, the guy, he says he's flaming. He says, man, this, 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 this. Oh. I mean, he's like a volcano, man. It's like, you sure you don't want to come with us? I'm okay. And my mother's calling me, trying to get me in the house. He says, you know. Man, your parents, they, should, they owe you, man. I hope you have a great Christmas. I mean, <laughs> this is the kind of shit that was going on. And oh. so, like I said, so it's and not I never like, considered man. that, Dr. Shaw. I never even considered how it was for you or any child that was come from that type of background. And you got to see all types of stuff going on because your parents are trying to help what? people. Yeah. Well, oh, my God. So, yeah, it's, it's pride. This stuff, pride isn't completely new. I mean, my parishes go and help uh, white hippies and junkies in Lafayette Park. And these people are fucking right there across from the White House and broad daylight. And you're a kid. And, you know, maybe they put a hat of, over the dick. I mean, did you have to bring him with you? <laughs> it's like, it's like, I mean, why, why is your dick out? In public, I mean, and so you know, trust me, I could handle. But you know what? Not everybody could f cope with that shit. Sorry, people, like, little kids look at the people saying, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here. That's what we I go to my my uh my crazy way of uh, writing. The tolerant, the tolerant, and the the tolerance. <laughs> so I'm like. It's not like I hadn't seen gay people or the net. 
when 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 you get syphilis tertiary, your nerves are. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I saw this shit. So it's not like I hadn't seen gay people before. I have like my gay great aunt that looks like Dick Van Dyke, spray painted black, and her buddy that looked like Yafid Koto with titties that stole the salad at her funeral was eating it between his legs, glaring at us boys like he's gonna rape us. I've seen gay people before, but I had never seen thousands and just ever. I mean, and there's something else. I realized what it was. I felt like I told you my life being threatened or death. 79 and then 80, AIDS hit. A lot of those people I saw, their asses are dead. So I've been seeing people die from gay stuff for 55 years. I'm not picking. I'm not trying to take anyone's apartment or job. I, I don't want anyone beaten. I've got two sets of gay neighbors. I'm not mean. I don't violate people's property. I'm but it's best, the same way you call your dick private, your sexuality is best kept private. It shouldn't be flaunted. Having worked as a teacher, I've worked as a mentor, I've worked as a peer tutor counselor, I've worked as a upward bound uh, teacher, been upward bound resident, I've been a public school teacher, you know, which means I taught in high school. Uh, I've worked with at-risk youth. Um, I couldn't do a hundredth of a percent of what I see these openly gay people do in terms of just expressing any kind of time by heterosexuality. You could not do working with youth. Mm. How these guys get to walk around buck naked, twerk, flick their dicks at kids, and so and flick their uh, their fake titties. You you'd be fired or destroyed not too long ago. How did they get the privileges to do all this kind of stuff? In Obama, we trust, and that you couldn't. If a kid came to you, wanted to talk about stuff, you had to be very careful because you could get fired if that kid felt you were inappropriate or you went too far. Or you said, you, you destroyed. Now we've got people telling kids to get their titties and their dicks and their nuts cut off and hiding it from the parents. And they're paid and they're supported. And I, could, I couldn't have even said to someone, if you don't want to abort that baby, there's a pregnancy mm. crisis, I have to worry about getting fired for talking to a student that brought the concern to me. Not me force people to have to listen to what I have to say. Are you understanding me? Yeah. And I think about that and I say, damn, how did they get so many rights? 
to even go against what the students want, like the kids walking out of schools in California and protesting where the kids don't want it. When the kids wanted it, we still could not talk to them about it yeah. as teachers. Why is it that these people who want to have sex with kids can push this stuff and people who are concerned to just help kids learn couldn't even give documented advice of, of things, of options, okay? It's interesting that they have more rights than anybody else does. I mean, you can't get black history in the schools in Florida. You can't even get people to acknowledge the slavery or Jim Crow or Rosewood or massacres or the riots in Miami or the lynchings or the assassination of black. But you can teach that there isn't a real sex of male and female. Do you know outside of Washington in Northern Virginia, you'll get fired if you call a boy a boy as a teacher. You can't use the term boys and girls. You can get fired. That's just so much punishment around this stuff. You got a question, Dr. Short. How What's are these, the question? How are, these, how are these weirdos not rooted out of the educational systems? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you, part of it is that um, the educational system, which has typically hired women to do the teaching, and because it's women and women are not valued, fairly. Oh my God, I don't want to sound like a feminist, but it's true because it's work that women do. It is not paid fairly. It's paid less than what work that men do, which means that it's not a desirable field for many people. So a lot of men who need to earn money to support families don't necessarily going to teaching. Maybe they're going to administration, but not teaching. They're not in the classroom. And it has historically been an area for low-paid women. And by the way, in education, you'll find the poorest students, the poorest collegiate university students in the country going to education. So you're getting the worst of a teaching lot. <laughs> Look, let me give you an example. I tell this story to people all the time. Uh, I wanted to teach history. I would have I would have been excited to teach history in high school if uh, I could get in. In 1992, uh, thereabout, the only high school teaching position that was listed that I could find was to teach history in Alaska in Alaska, out of all 50 states, the only school district that wanted history teachers was Anchorage's school system in Alaska. And the reason being uh, history, it's a good example. History isn't a subject that's important. So certain school districts don't even offer history on any consistent or regular basis. So you may use the social sciences money, the pool of money that the principal gets for a band teacher or a choral music teacher, or you want more STEM teachers, more math and science, or computer science, if you have a limited budget in your poor district, 
and you want those bases covered, then what you do is you you put people who don't even don't even care about history and you make them the gym teacher. Let's say you want a football coach or a soccer coach or a lacrosse coach and you don't have the money for that on the sports then you make that person a history teacher, a person that absolutely hates the subject, doesn't know a damn thing about it. But if in college or if they find a way to let them come up to speed to do a course or two, you only need two courses to be qualified to teach history and most school districts in, in America. I mean, you don't have to know shit and you, you, you can teach the subject. Are you understanding me? You, that's how bad our school system is in this country. Meaning a person doesn't have to know beans. And I'm wondering if it's like that for other subjects that you don't really have to know much about what you're doing to get that job. And so you have the unions. So the unions are have been hijacked by, by uh, gays who stick together. And the gay movement is a white sodomite supremacist movement. It is, it is, it's, it's deeper than the fact that people suck dick and get fucked in the ass or munch on carpet or beat each other like lesbians do. These, this is a way for sexually marginal, but economically powerful and influential mm. white men and women to create their own extra racial ethnic group to grab, to take, to rip off. And so if you're white, you're right. If you're white, you've got might. And then let me just add that the LGBTQ folks are in the unions. They're very strong there. And um, I have to have this very difficult conversation that I have a whole bunch. Uh, sisters, you guys are the biggest fuck-ups in the country right now. I hate to tell you. Black women in education ally themselves with gays, lesbians, feminists. And by the way, they've helped drive black men out of public education. And by the way, black women now are being driven out of public education by the Latinas, the Asians, and the gays. But the black women who are feminist, and a lot of them are mediocre education-wise, I mean, just you don't go in education if you're the top of the line. And a lot of the people that go into education in our community are in the Greek letter organizations. And they go through uh, homoerotic rituals. So a big part of women, black women's liberation and empowerment um, includes being uh, sodomite friendly, homosexually friendly. Just saying, ladies, yeah, you what question. you consider freedom is death for your people. Mm. And you guys, in fact, when you start looking around the country, you don't see any prominent black woman speaking out against the homosexualization of black children. No, you don't. You haven't seen a fucking one. Not one. Black women, we don't see. There's no pushback. When, when they were talking about killing live babies uh, just within the last year, the 24th, when they overturned Roe v. Wade, from that time till now, they've been talking about killing babies and how black women need to kill babies. And it's virtually 
no outcry as if only black women get abortions. Black women have left the home, left the family, left the children, left God, left black men. And I don't know where the fuck they are. One question, uh, black Marcia. women, black women are are they're giving they're blowing smoke up black women's asses at CNN and MSNBC talking about all the degrees and how black women are ahead of black men and all of this. And you're so fucking far ahead of black men until you let the children die. You're letting the family die. And by the way, the. <laughs> Lifespan of black women is beginning to drop. The suicide rates for black women are beginning to go up. The HIV AIDS rates, all this stuff, overdose, all this stuff is going up for sisters. The child mortality, I'm sorry, the maternity death rate for black women is going up. Missing black women. Where the fuck are all these educated black women? Where the hell are they? What does that damn education translate into even if you are a lesbian, you only cared about women and girls. Where is your fucking movement to save black women and black children and black girls? It doesn't exist, sisters. You guys are the biggest liars, self-deluding fools in the country. Most of you. Because there's no way white women in Virginia didn't want porn in the schools. And something else I'm going to say, not just the black teachers. There are a whole lot of lazy ass black women who don't like their fuck trophies, who see public education as daycare or sort of like a human Calgon bath. You know, Calgon, take me away. Take my damn kids off my hands for eight hours. And in fact, give them breakfast and lunch and some of the shittiest food of all time that they provide in school. And just get them the fuck away so my boyfriends, if I'm not working, can screw me while the kids are away and I can do what I want. Or drive my public, car all day while I'm at work. <laughs> public education. Public education is a cop-out for black mothers that don't teach their children how to read, write, compute, or even how to act. Mm. That's a fucking problem. That is it. And the sorry ass single black moms are destroying our community. And polyandry is, is it's, that's what we have. We have a system where the women have multiple husbands. It's never meant to work that way. The best system, if you must have it, it's where men have many wives not when women have many husbands. So we have a, a sick social system as a people. And yes, 50% of the fault is on the women. 50% is on the men. And when it comes to the family, whether women like it or not, they've always been associated as the keeper of the home and of the children. If you, the home is in shambles and the kids are in shambles, it says something about the women and the people. And uh, to pick the sorriest ass of men to reproduce with, when we now have black men who are six-figure earners going overseas to find someone because they've been ignored by the folks who'd rather make sperm smoothies with dudes who are not going to be reliable fathers, then you get this morass. And so the schools, 
even if they're teaching the kids to suck dick, as long as she can watch her stories and worship white men and white women on TV, or she can get her nails done, then who gives a damn? And I'm going to make this very plain. The white women that don't want pornographic literature in the schools have already changed the politics of this damn nation. They already have. Let me go further to say to you that I can just bring it home to my Washington, D.C. When the people wanted to legalize prostitution in Washington, D.C., that would invariably target black women, none of the women's groups, none of the black women's groups spoke out against, not a fucking one. Now, if I buy some pussy, I'm a bastard. But if you're an advocate for women's rights and don't say a fucking thing about it, you're a shiro. As long as you have a double standard system where there's no responsibility, no accountability, nobody can say anything to me because I have a vagina and I'm generous with it, then we're dead as a people. And I'm not trying to let the sorry ass men off the hook, but Basically, the mothers give life to the children. That life should include their intellectual life, how they're educated. They should be involved. My mother was a PTA president for seven years. I know what it's like to be in a predominantly black school district and in a school with 2,000 students, seven parents show up for PTA. I'm sorry. Your child is in public school system from pre-kindergarten to the 12th grade. That's 13 years of education, and you didn't get your sorry bloated ass up to the schoolhouse once, if they went to the 12th grade. That says something about womanhood in our community. And it's time for black men to stop begging for pussy and tell sisters that they're getting an F grade at being women, mothers, and wives. And that normally they're not wives. 75% of y'all that don't stay married, that have, if y'all have kids, y'all are complete failures. There's no way in hell that this kind of stuff could go on. It's not just that. The gay clubs in the school, the Satan clubs in the school, and there's no pushback. And I'll tell you something. I've been around here in D.C., where God, DC, as I call it, the District of Caligula, where I've noticed that white gay men give lip service to how they respect black women. And I notice how white lesbian feminists talk about how strong, never how beautiful, only how strong black women are. You know, a man is strong, fools. When that white woman shot that black woman in the chest in Florida, I didn't see no white woman speaking up for black women. When Sandra Bland's ass got killed, I didn't see no white woman. When Breonna Taylor got killed, white women don't do a fucking thing for black women except use them against black men, push LGBTQ, baby killing, and got sisters thinking they're in some kind of coalition. And also the same white women trashing black men to black women are fucking the black man the minute your backs are turned. If not while you're watching. 
Um, there's dereliction of duty. So one reason our schools are failing is that the parents, in particular the female parents, the key persons that are supposed to look out for children, are not doing their goddamn jobs. If I made you mad, fuck you. <laughs> it's time for us to start. God damn it, y'all. I'm woman. I'm strong. I'm woman for now. Fucker, you're a failure phenomenally. If your children can't read, they're in jail. They're dying on drugs. You can't keep a man. Yet you have the bionic pussy. Somebody, something's not adding up here. That is amazing that all the all majority of them will say was their education and how they look. Well, do you have any morals? Do you have any values? <laughs> No, you don't. And, and let's just talk about let a school district open schools late. You will see black women protest. You think a revolution's going to overtake America, that they have to be around their bastards another few days. No matter what the fiscal situation with the city, they're just furious. If, if, if that, uh, pandemic... I'm, not, I'm not saying that the black men are worth a damn. That's not my point. I've never seen a protest of black fathers or black men about the schools opening late. I've only seen it for black women. I've only seen black women complain about COVID that the kids had to be at home. Dr. Short, Did if you... that pandemic didn't teach us one thing, I realize people do not want, people don't like their kids. <laughs> they don't like the people that they have the children with. And if truth be told, if abortions were, uh, if you could get a free lotto ticket and a Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich, you'd probably have a lot more abortions in our community. I had a, I remember I one had time some I had gift a, cards, at, gift cards to a decent store like Nordstrom or something. I had a, a black sister really argue with me about Margaret Sanger. And, 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 uh, well, there's nothing that she could. I, I was there's, shocked. No, look, you're shocked because we're trained to put, it's interesting, feminism has black women putting black men in the trash in the gutter beneath the toilet. As much as black men are told they're sexist, trash, they're all like the dude that got blown away in Chicago. And if you noticed, most black men haven't have not said, you know, a lot of black men were cool with this man beating this woman in public, getting killed, which is where a lot of we when you mistreat a woman like that, you deserve what you get is how most black men think. Now, had that been a black woman assaulting a black man um, and someone shooting her, there would be protests from black men and black women. And maybe there's. I don't think there should be if a person were that violent. My point is, is that there's, I think, more respect for black women among black men than what there is for black women for black men. And so you're assuming that that black woman cares about life and children and family. And she really doesn't because she's a pork chop feminist. A pork chop feminist is basically a ghetto feminist or a, a, a ghetto fabulous feminist, a black woman who basically culturally buys into and a black, a cultural appropriation of white feminism that's toxic. And I keep meeting black men that don't 
see black women as they, they, they put black women on pedestal. I don't, if, if you belong on a pedestal, damn it, I'm going to put you there. But if you belong in a gutter, damn it, I'm going to do everything I can to put you there. Maybe help you get out if you want to. But if you're trying to be in a gutter, a gutter is yours. If you want to be on a pedestal, if I can do something to help you get on the pedestal, I'm there too. If you just want to be in between, be okay. We, we're not, black men are not trained. We're not taught that a black woman ain't shit. No. It, uh, okay. Uh, they, they may act that way, but if we, you and I both know, if we had a room full of black men talking about relationships and the dudes are saying all sisters are fucked up, they'd be, dudes will start calling that dude faggot and st they'll be ready to fight him. Yeah. But I've noticed if you get a room full of black women and they all dogs, no one says, hey, my father was a good man. My husband, look, what I find that black women that know better do, as you, you broads, you go on silent mode and y'all don't say shit. You do like white liberals so, who are supposedly friends of black people. When they see white conservatives or white racists attacking black people, y'all don't say shit. I don't see Harriet Tubman or Rosa Parks in my generation. I see a lot of female, disloyal, man-hating, female coons, pork chop feminists who do not say, you know, some black men love their children. Some black men are caring. Some black men, they, they say all. When black men talk about black women, typically we talk about those black women that are bad. We don't not generalize. We don't all generalize. With black it, yeah. women, because my mama's not bad. My aunt isn't bad. My grandma isn't bad. My lots. I have lots of sister friends. By the way, this teaching of the men being bad, it's taught to white women and black women buy into it. And yet white women never say all white men are bad. Rachel Maddow can suck pussy from here to the moon. She knows not to trash all white men. They yank her ass off of MSNBC so fast. You, these white women, I'm telling you, I worked in the most lesbian place on this earth. It's called Radcliffe College at Harvard University. And as much as those women were studs, they always showed so much respect and honor to white men that came into the library. Notice like to go in as a black man, you have the sisters just openly show nastiness to you. You just, God, I mean, <laughs> just let me get in the door. And if I take it, I'm a punk. If I don't say anything, I'm stupid. If I fight back, I hate women. Okay. And so and so the black dudes that don't give a fuck that will slug on and beat a woman like they beat a man basically says, I can't win. So I may as well do it my way. I should be rogue. I should just be a complete asshole because that's the only the same way white society has consigned black men to be outlier criminal rogues. A lot of black women have given black men that same primal prison. Sure, it might be Dr. Short, it might be worse. We might get treated better by white men than we get treated by black women. I've I hate to say it. <laughs> I'm not saying all the time, but I've been in situations where the everybody treated you better than your own. Wow. Especially the sisters. And it says go out of the way to be unkind, unhelpful. 
in front of people and get get points off, snitch on, mess over you. And they're like, God. And I've had a lifetime of it. I want to say this to you. I have never gone out of my way to harm, to abuse, to mess over black women. Just don't want to. I'll just leave you to hell alone if you're a problem. Like the dude argued with the woman in the hot dog stand that went in to get uh, a hot dog and left with wings. His stupid ass. I don't sit up arguing with anybody. I split. Um, but I can't forget this behavior. So that's the answer for the schools. A big part of the problem in the schools. And also, if the women want it, the fathers of those children to go to the schools and they wanted them more engaged in the life of their children, which is often what the women don't do is to teach the children to hate their fathers. You would get more male participation in PT and everything else if the black women wanted it. Black women have more power relative to any other group of women in this country vis-a-vis -vis their men and they use the power stupidly. In fact, they shouldn't have that much power if they're going to be stupid with it. I said it. I'm not sorry. I know I'm making folks mad, but go to hell. <laughs> We've had to deal with this. And by the way, it's the same sort of stupidity around the schools and around the youth that's demonstrated in the political realm, the religious realm, the economic realm, and of course, the sexuality realm. And that's why the greatest allies of the gay movement are the white supremacist sodomite industrial complex in the black community are black females. Mm. Whether it's Oprah Winfrey, whether it's Shirley Chisholm, whether it's Gabriel Union, whether it's Whoopi Goldberg, whether it's Maxine Waters, whether it's honorary black woman, who I think is a switch hitting stud, uh, <laughs> Kamala Harris. In fact, you know, my joke was, which uh, kitchen utensil is most like Kamala Harris's tongue? A spatula. Because, you know, she can flip things over. And if you were to go to a Chinese restaurant, which Chinese dish uh, would be uh, would describe Kamala Harris? You won't get this. Me fun. Okay. Kamala Harris. Barbara Barbara Jordan was a lesbian. Um I could do some more. Um, what's her name? Shirley Chisholm was responsible for putting LGBTQ on the uh Democratic Party convention platform as well as baby killing. Um who came up with this whole thing to bring in homosexuality, a big part of it, into the women's movement and codify it for the National Organization of Women, a black lesson by the name of Pauli Murray, who I knew as a child. And I can oh. go on and on and on about black lesbians are outliers. They, they have worked to, um, to make, and, and on one hand, speak for black women 
And black women don't say anything when a pussy-eating woman speaks for them. You know, if it's a dick-sucking man, a lot of dudes will say, man, I can't follow a nigga to suck a dick. But black women have no problem following a black woman that sucks pussy, like Lori Lightfoot. I said it. I, she just, I said it. Was amazing. Black women, black women still supported Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot is giving money to Latinos to murder black women and children, and black women voted for her because she's gay. I mean, what no other group of women do such stupid things to the rest of their people. And in fact, and yes, I have a passport. It's always in my wallet. I learned being honest, you're not going to get any love in our community because I, I, a lot of our women hate truth. They're used to black men, you know, begging and scraping. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. I really would like to get those skins. And I don't have any dignity or integrity. I promise not to think critically. I promise not to say anything. If you weigh 900 pounds, I'm going to tell you that you're beautiful. And if you have bastards by everybody, I'm going to just love them, even though they hate me and you teach me. I just, I just need, I mean, I'm thirsty. I mean, I can't live without even news, pussy. I just, just give me some right. That's how black men are taught to be. And you guys, you, you both find it amusing and you hate it at the same time. <laughs> I can't figure you guys, I mean, damn. I mean, there's never been a more schizophrenic, bipolar group of asinine women than a huge number of you. And this is a problem. And by the way, who knows this? Who knows better what keeps men and women apart than a sodomite? Mm. And so it's like the white dude whose name is Magello something and or uh, whatever, I forget the name. This he's he's something. That's this white dude who goes in blackface and he makes fun of black women. And this is a big thing for gay folks. So this white dude who's sort of fat to portray himself as a black woman and all the children are named after uh national brands. So one child is named Magello and all this other. And these folks have complete contempt when they talk about sterilizing black women. Who's passing the public policies that are destroying black women and families? It's a lot of these gay white folks who you guys see as your allies. But you know, hey, I'm the only, I was the first black woman on the gay and lesbian task force of Simi Valley when Rodney King was uh, found guilty, or, or I'm sorry, when the officers were acquitted and there were no black men, they liked me. Uh, these black women enjoy not being with black men. And by the way, I'll just tell you, because we have to have this discussion. I don't give a fuck. When I worked with Latinos for nine, 10 years in the food service, the word of choice among Spanish speaking women for black women was puta, which means bitch. And that's how they saw all, not some, all black women as unfeminine bitches. And, 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 if, can't, and can't keep a man. They'll tell them, can't keep a man. Can't cook, a masculine. And if a black woman was feminine, they'd call her Marena. They would assume, okay, she's not a black American. She's, 
Afro-Latina. She can't be because black American women aren't shit. We can take all of their men. When you meet and other women say this, I don't think every I don't think people are better looking than our women. I don't. But as I told this one woman that was interviewing me, I said, you know what? Black women are like IBM computers. They're far better looking than the Apple computers. Ooh, They're far question. more attractive, but they have an inferior central processing unit. You got a question here. Are what goes women... on between their ears is less, less impactful than what goes on between the ears of women with flatter asses, perhaps bigger boobs, but flatter asses, less melanin. But they've got like, you know, it's like a virus is in the black female computer. It's a virus that, uh, that uh, what's it, a worm that eats up femininity, submission, reciprocity. The worm just fucks up all the really, I mean, so you got this great body that's just, but you know, you know, I can't have a conversation with your nipple, although it's nice to watch it move back and forth. I can't have a conversation with your buttocks, no matter how juicy it is, or your vulva or anything else. I can only have a conversation with your heart and mind, but you have to have a But if you're acting like a dude with the woman's body, I may as well just get a trans. That's why a lot of dudes mess with trans. In fact, the dudes who are trans, Try, you can tell it's a trend because they're so feminine. You know, no black ones acting feminine like that. Not that it looks that good. They're gonna give. They're gonna be difficult and and they, they start out more feminine than the, than the women, right? Yeah, the, 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 a good looking sister like that will be difficult, hard to live with. I'm so fine. I don't have to be nice to you. And the trend will be so kind and affirming. Yeah, baby. The minute, the minute someone's in any way too feminine. And for all the stuff you'd expect from a woman, we know it's not a woman. We know it's a man. Mm. That's a sad, man, sad, sad, sad ass commentary. Sad. I'm not going to spend so much time on that. But yes, you guys <laughs> needed to get your asses beat. And it's my job to attack pork chop feminism. I will destroy it. I hate feminism. I can tell from looking at your face, you hated two holes. You hate <laughs> feminism. And everybody else listening to this that's smart hates feminism. In fact, one day it's my prayer that we will have book burnings, uh, burn feminist books, destroy. We're going to have women come forward and apologize. In fact, I've already mentioned, and I didn't do it, but I am going to try to get with people to have a loyalty oath where we would give you a pen for black women, the good bliss sisters, the wisest, you righteous ones. You good ones, don't worry. We we know the good ones. It's the bad one whose ass is like the stupid ass bitch, the BET Awards, and the women that were twerking on Elmina Castle in Ghana. We want to bring those niggas to heal. Okay. And we want we want a loyalty oath, and they're gonna have to swear on the Malcolm X autobiography or the Bible that they're going to be loyal to um, to black people, to God, to the unborn, to femininity, and to black men. And we'll have all this stuff. And if you do that, there'll be an oafing ceremony. We'll give you a pin. And that pin will let black men know that you guys are not pork chop feminists. So we can tell, because right now, 
black men are shell shocked. We 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 have uh, PSD, PS, what's it? Post traumatic PTSD. <laughs> PTSD from dealing with pork chop feminists. Until you can't tell who's a trans, you you don't know who's been divorced, you don't know who has a body count bigger than the Vietnam War and shit. We're we're tired. <laughs> we're tired. So we're gonna have a loyalty oath, and you'll be able to have a pen one day. So we'll be able to tell whether you're a bitch or not if you've been naughty or nice. By the way, let me give you a bad Kamala joke. What does Kamala Harris have in common with the baseball field? A pitcher's mound. Okay, now I'll answer the question. What's the question? Are black women the white people of the black community? And he said, let's go there, Dr. Short. No. White people are the honorary white wannabes. Black women are sort of like the Latino Cubans, folks who who want to be white even and and they go the extra mile to be anti-black, trying to make it sort of like Italian Americans, ones that know goodness well that they're not white, and they'll be all mean, just working. They see a black person start yelling and screaming. They get they they're mean. The lighter skinned white folks won't notice that they're Southern Europeans, which they always know. I, look, I grew up with Southern Europeans, and in the word of words of my Southern Anglo-American uh, neighbors, they called them the niggers of Europe. You don't think that the fighting between Russia and Ukraine, where they're just sending weapons over for white people to kill each other, those aren't the high brand white people. Those are sort of like the dollar store AAA batteries that aren't as good as the Duracell or the Everettis. <laughs> you know, that shit works for like five minutes. You throw the shit in the trash can. Shit's turning green and purple like the first time you use it. Slavs and Southern Europeans are not given a serious white billing except when they want to use them for something. Okay. Even even though they're white, they're not as white as in their view as someone from Denmark. So if you're from Greece or forbid some fucked up place like Albania, goddamn, where the fathers fuck their daughters and shit to kind of break them in make it easy for their husbands, they're not seen as as white. So no, those people blood, come to America they come to America and they overdo how much they can't stand black people when there's so much they would have in common. Uh, or or should I say they're like tethers. Black women are like tethers. They know goodness well that, that but shoot I want I want some of the I want some of the condos. <laughs> I want to eat some of the lobsters. I want to eat some of the, you know, <laughs> the camembert cheese. I want some of the artichoke soup and the dip. <laughs> and these black men, none of their asses is as rich as J.R. Ewan. So <laughs> fuck them all. They're all useless and failures. Except for when I've got a bunch of bastards and I need to grift off someone for child support or something like that. Or when someone's attacking me, hey, stupid black man, come lose your life for me. I'm having an altercation I probably started. But you know what? You're useless. Nobody wants you. Could you take a bullet for me? And I won't remember your name, nor will I spit on your grave. Our sisters are, are more like tethers or people who want to be white that know better. 
black women know this shit I'm saying is true. And this is why, you know, they kicked me off of uh, Kevin Samuels' page. So that's okay. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep talking like this until more black men start to talk openly. And I was doing this before Kevin Samuels' ass did it. Okay. I was writing about this in student papers, writing about this in the Afro-American newspaper. I was writing about this kind of stuff. What, 30? Wow. The first time I started writing about this was in 1990. So what is that? That's 10. That's wow. years. 33 years. I've been talking about this for 33 years. This is not new. So I've been doing this periodically. Uh, you heard of Audrey Chapman? I know you've heard of her journalist, yeah. talk show person. You know, I was on Audrey Chapman's show, maybe 1999, talking about the lack of respect that black women have for black men uh, on WHUR, like one of the biggest yeah, stations. I, I didn't even, you know, what's, what's, what's ironic? I didn't even know you had new, um, the late Dolores Tucker, man. I work for C. Dolores Tucker. I she, love C. She, Dolores Tucker. That woman, that I, I, woman I, she was definitely um, before her time. Yeah, I love C. Dolores Tucker. I, I and C. Dolores Tucker loved me. I look. I want to make this clear. Unlike other people, even now I got to pay my membership. I'm an auxiliary for American mothers. I'm one of the people that's helped inspire a movement to fight against human trafficking because I don't like women being messed over. I don't like women and girls in sex clubs. I hate it. Okay, so I'm on the board of the Rebecca Project for Justice and Human Rights. It's a black woman human rights organization. I've been active since 2013. It's 10 years. Uh, what can I say? I work for Coburn Associates. Uh, when, when it was in existence, it was I was like one of the few men that would go and volunteer with the children of crack-addicted moms. Um, I don't turn my back on black women. However... <laughs> I do know that the love that a lot of us feel isn't returned, not typically. Although I know Wazis, the great sisters like my sister Mariam and others, I have I know some very righteous black women, and they also know and they see this problem. They see it. They know about it. And it contributes to the LGBTQ because a whole bunch of sisters or not sisters, pork chops that their kids get molested by their boyfriends or their girlfriends, or they molest them. Um, this contributes to the sexual confusion. A lot of them are letting their children have their breasts cut off or having their penises cut off, or they let their girls be boys or their boys be girls. This is happening. In fact, the gender dysphoria in the country, over 80% of them are girls, and the vast majority of them come from single parent households, fucked up women who shouldn't have custody of the children. Children turn out best if they have a choice, mother and father or just a father. Kids get fucked up if they just have a mom. There are some great mothers, uh, however, but there are a lot of not so great mothers. And proof of that is how the test scores and all this stuff just sags year after year after year. And you know, we black men have hit a brick wall. There's but so much blaming you can put on the black man when you keep talking about all the phenomenal, great, highly educated black women who are motivated, who are not like black men. We're about to have another election year, 
another election season of hearing how great black women are vis-a-vis -vis black men, but yet the thing you'd expect most that women do is look out for the children and the home and our homes in fucking shambles. So black women are great being in black men's lane, but they suck at handling their own business. You suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. I'm gonna keep saying you suck. A lot of folks are poor mothers. You lie about paternity. You lie about this and you have a lot of this lying. It's gone on for too long. And it's killing us as a people. And it's killing us as much as black male promiscuity and domestic violence and the lack of money and all. Money's always gonna lack until we come together and, and that, that may never happen. In fact, how are we gonna get together as a people if, if black dicks and black pussies can't get together? And the back door won't do. The back door won't do. And let me just say this to you. For the despicable black men who think that they're asses of vaginas, and even if they call themselves heterosexual, but they want a woman to lick their asshole, you're fags, dudes. You're just fags. You just have a woman doing what you are afraid to ask a man to do. You're not brave enough because that dude may want you to lick his behind too. And he probably didn't wipe it or get so excited some extra stuff will come out. You know, the secret sauce. That's nasty. Where did all this filthy sexual practices come in to our community where they're celebrating this in rap videos and the broadest scene eating niggas ass and all this? This is all filthy, degenerate stuff. And in general, I'm not trying to say this because at this point, we've gotten so foul as a people until, damn, they make heterosexuality look terrible, although it's still natural. <laughs> it's, it's still natural. Ugh. The round peg is going in the round hole, praise the Lord. But, damn, damn. You know, everything. I mean, yeah, and, and we made it deviant. It should be holy. Look, um, everything, you don't need to hump on everybody. Now, we need to get to pride, but we had to get this black housekeeping out of the way. I, I had to make a lot of enemies tonight. I don't mind. And by the way, for all of you who enjoy this, all of you that are laughing and are saying, thank the Lord that somebody has called these bitches out, you need to. Join this channel. This brother here has 147 followers, up from about four a week ago. We want this channel to have 500 by the end of July, and it can be done. And I don't know, if, since he doesn't mind me saying what the hell I want to say, I will come back on this channel periodically so we can give you some crazy-ass DC Joan content. Um, if you find how I communicate unusual, it's not. I'm just an ordinary person from Washington, DC. A Washingtonian is an arrogant $5 word. Uh, what we just say is DC nigger. <laughs> okay. And my system of communication is called DC Joan. I'm a Leedroit Park, Eckington, Brooklyn, Edge. <laughs> Okay, so it's which is shaped by Howard and the DC public schools, and of course the nigger church. So if you hear religious references, it is a cross between the alley <laughs> and, and we, amen. 
and we and, know and, that uh, he's he he is the uh, president and the creator of Coon Busters. So yes, I'm a Coon Buster. We're gonna, we're so, gonna do a show soon where he's gonna we're gonna talk I'm, about coons. Yeah, yeah, and we're and, gonna, and, and, we're gonna do and really understanding what their, their treachery has done and how they um and uh, well, what we can do to stop coons. So if you like it, it's called joning. Joning is the street talk of DC. How you talk about people. I'm a lot of people will find me difficult. This is just absolute normal talk. How we talk about people, and we, you know, if I were to talk about Biden, I would talk about how stiff he is, how his, you know, <laughs> how his, uh, <laughs> what's that thing they put, how his implants have come out of the ball spot on the back of his head since he's been in office. And how his son is nasty and this, that. This is because you live here and you see all, like people in California talk about the stars. We see the politicians who are scum, okay? And there's all kinds of stuff you learn. You know that this one is like got a double life or his wife likes sucking black dudes. And that's why this nigga keep passing legislation to punish black people, get back at his wife for screwing black men. This is, this is our life here. So you know certain things. Uh, a lot of people think or assume that like Joe Biden had sex with drag queens. I was told this in 2008. And so when you have drag queens up in the White House now he's president, I would say, but of course. <laughs> I bet you he has a bedspread like that flag he had on the portico. I'm just saying. And Jill, she's too copacetic. I don't know if she's his procurer or what her thing is. I couldn't be, if I was a woman married to a dude too nice to drag queens, we'd be divorced. I don't care who the hell he was. I would get every, every I would get every single time that nigga had if he was running with drag queens like Biden's doing. So this is just Washington, D.C. Um, it's unfortunate. And um, yes, and I'm sort of like on the educated side of things, but everybody, I've had people say, I could tell the way you talk about people that... He's from D.C. the way he is. So it's, it's normal. Certain people, it's an acquired taste like beer to get used to people who just like do, what's it called? Clear cut saw, you know, you you take down. A, <coughs> you know, this this damn forest fire is kicking my ass. The stuff up in Canada. I, is it bothering you too? This yeah, shit is making yeah, my they, chest itch. They, they, actually, they actually put out a warning around one o'clock this afternoon that um, the air quality is going to be terrible again tomorrow. Wow. It's missing. So it's making me gag and I keep having mucus come up. I'm sorry. I'm not unhealthy. So look, sorry about that. Y'all <laughs> excuse me, but I'm super sensitive to particulates and this stuff is just itching. And I'm next to this, <coughs> this window. So and you guys like, in the chat, you guys in the chat, you can put in the comments. Doctor Short always looks at the comments as well. You can put in the comments. No, I don't always look at it. They should just tell me. You should what, tell me because I don't look guys, at the comments. What you guys would want Doctor Short to really address sometimes, because <clears throat> he is a historian. A lot of the information that he has, sometimes you got to get him to start talking and get him to explain okay. certain things that's going on. Because I think oh. that we don't sometimes understand. Mm. How you he even was able to tie in LGBTQ and feminism, feminism, and how they work hand in hand to uh, indoctrinate 
our, our children. It's, it's the same. It's the same thing. I'm going to get a cough drop in a second. You know, it's crazy. This window has a draft, and so that uh, shit in the air is coming in here, and it's gagging me. So I'm going to take a cough drop. But we're going to get to Pride Fall next. I need about two minutes. I'll be right back. But um, absolutely, guys. So I take my break. I want everybody to like this channel. Everybody like and share this. Can everybody take a second to like and share this channel? And we'll be back shortly. Like and share. And, and also, send a donation. If you've got two bucks, there are enough of you. Do you realize? I think I have God knows how many fans I have. Everybody complains. You don't have your own channel. Well, nigga, when I have my own channel, you, you're asking. You didn't subscribe. When I have my own channel, <laughs> you didn't give. I have people complain. How come you have this? This is because you haven't given me money to get a better one. And they don't even you're, realize you. You, buy, you buying products and shit help the white people develop their damn media. Now, it's amazing. You want all this. For, well, it looks like you're in your basement. Well, shit, I'd be homeless if I was in my basement, nigga. So my cash app is up here. It's my name. Y'all got it. It would be nice to get some book money because I got my damn books. We're gonna we're gonna go through some books just so people can do their own independent reading. I do not want you to believe me. I want you to believe in God. Yes, I'm a religious Negro. I still believe in Jesus. But um my parents mistake because they did an urban ministry. So I was out with junkies and drag queens and shit and they cuss and talk like this, which is beautiful language for me. Um <laughs> My mother says, stop cussing, stop cussing. Look, that's what people understand. So um, <laughs> definitely drop a dime. Drop it, drop it. Let me tell you, you guys will be so happy when I tell you about the stuff that we are doing, will do with Backpack. And even this channel, think about it. This brother needs to be pushed I need to get back with Brother Afro Elite. Brother Afro Elite had, uh, he now has 6,300 subscribers. Support the Brother Afro Elite, Dewan. I know you do a lot of work with Dewan. As yeah, well. but, yeah, Dewan, Dewan had like maybe four, 500. Now he has 16,000. And we, we come in. In fact, the last one we did on the submarine, by the way, I always said, you know, the reason that they didn't let Kamaba on the submarine, <laughs> they knew. If she went down, she could get back up. They didn't want it. They got it. I mean, I'm just telling you. And um, the other thing is, um, you know, it's like Joe Biden. You know, uh, a lot of our people need to wake up. And I just want to encourage people. Thank you. Somebody sent five. Thank you. Uh, let me see. Other people should do that. I tell you why. Our people are in trouble. If you knew the amount of censorship, I was talking about that bitch, Madonna. I hate Madonna. I've never bought her records. Madonna's ugly. She's a little nasty, sleazy, child molesting, cultural appropriating vulture bitch. I, you know, the only thing I halfway like is Papa Don't Preach. And I never bought that. I taped that shit off the radio with the audio cassette. I don't like Madonna. If I had somebody that's going to be my dancing queen, it's going to be Donna Summer. 
somebody like that, but fuck Madonna. I don't like Madonna. In fact, just hearing that she was sick, considering that she's like fucking up those kids that she's messing with in Africa, to me, that was great news. That shit almost made me want to twerk, and I'm a man. Uh, and she was in ICU. My thing was, you know, for her, if she would have like kicked the bucket during Pride Month, that would be God talking to our asses that he's tired of this shit out here. God didn't like Pride Month. Even all this damn smoke in the air, he's going to choke us out and shit. Do you realize how hard it is to try to do tricks in smog? And a whole bunch of folks trying to have sex against the dumpster and shit, and they're gagging because of the air quality in New York and in Boston. So, you know, maybe it's God to set up all the damn fires and shit. It's like a sort of a precursor to some Sodom and Gomorrah shit he's going to roll out on our asses. But anyway, let me get these cough drops. I'll be right back. We'll be right back, folks. Tolerant lives matter. Yep. Hashtag tolerant lives matter. Let that go viral. Yeah, we we tolerant lives do matter. I mean, how much stuff do they have to do? Do you know in California, you you they can't teach the kids how to read or write, but you can teach a kid how to put lubricants up their asshole. Now, <laughs> my saying is, is we've gone from reading, writing, and arithmetic to reefers. Ritalin and rectums, and this is this is that's not education. That's not. That's BS. So, kids, you know what they're training all of our kids to be sex workers. <laughs> the only thing you'll know how to do is to be like a drag queen. Somebody put a hashtag him to her act. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this. 
Now I'm going to do a little bit of show and tell. I'm not talking about genitals. <laughs> show and tell. Good show and tell. And I'm going to give you guys books and sources so you can do your own research. Because I don't want you to believe me. I want you to believe God, to learn God. You're going to need his ass if you see the way things are going. And um, I want to introduce you to a couple of things if you don't know. Some of you guys are geniuses. And I'm glad you're geniuses. No. Let me see if what is this doing? Here it is. Let me see if I can get a picture of this dude. I'm trying to get a picture of the father of the sodomite movement. I'm hoping I can find it. If not, I'll just go ahead. Now, look. Where is it? Where is it? Mm. And there's another book. Okay. I almost have myself together. I'm sorry. And there's another book I'm looking for. Is it up here? I don't know where it is. Okay. Let me just say to you, it's very curious that the LGBTQ movement began in Germany, the modern LGBTQ movement. And it was started by the guy whose name is on this book, the, the Hirschfeld, Magnus Hirschfeld. Magnus Hirschfeld was a Jewish homosexual or Jewish sodomite who, who coined the term homosexual. Prior to 1865, they didn't really have a permanent standing term or concept of homosexuality. Homosexuality in many cultures was seen as a a phase, something that kids did, and then you like moved on to get the real sex or the real pussy. And but he's German, and what else happened in 1865? It's interesting. Supposedly, slavery ended for black people. Hmm. Magnus Hirschfeld worked to get civil rights for homosexuals in Germany. And as a result of his work, Germany was the most pro-homosexual country in the world all the way up to Adolf Hitler. Now, Hirschfeld Magnus or Magnus Hirschfeld, I'm sorry, his archives, because he was a counselor, 
they had all the information on who was sexually deviant and so forth in the courts in Germany. When you hear people talk about Hitler burning the books, Hitler wasn't burning books as much as he was burning sexual dossiers of fellow Nazis who were sodomites, who were pedophiles, who were perverts, who were pornographers. And the Jewish gay sexologists like Magnus Hirschfeld had all of the business on the Nazis who had been criminals and in and out of jail. So I'm going to jump and leapfrog. I sent you, uh, Mr. Ford, the pink swastika book cover. I could pull it up. Pull it up. There it goes. That's not the full one. Yeah, bring it, bring it. Okay, that's enough. Come down a little so they can see the best. Now, this book is online. They're PDFs. And if you want a copy of the PDF and the pink swastika sticker to show how the Nazi movement was influenced by Luciferian paganism and homosexuality. And most of your Nazi leaders were gay. Same way I think that Biden is bisexual. And the people in the Ukraine who are fighting against Putin, and Putin has the, one of the strongest anti-LGBTQ stances of any government in the world, now you can understand another reason why they want to destroy Putin. Putin isn't down for the gay shit. You guys in the chat, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the link in the chat as well. And they have my email, wrandyshort at gmail. And you can email if you want, short, but that's all, it's also in the chat as well. If you want the PDF, write me. And you should send me a donation. And I'll make certain if you send me your email that you get the pink swastika. sticker. And you can read for yourself that white supremacy and racism and Nazism is linked to homosexuality. Think about it. You're mad at black men over their penis size. You're mad at black men for procreating. All the time you spend hating and fighting people you should be with your own woman. You know, I was doing a show and this white dude, I don't know why he tried to attack me because I don't, and this show, you, you know, so I don't bother white people that much. I talk mostly about black people. I don't spend a lot of time on any other people. I talk about us. Do you know white people have a problem with black people getting their acts together because when we get our acts together, we're going to deal with them on what we need changed. So they have an investment in us being gay, uh, lesbian, confused, on drugs. They like that. 
because they can keep us in check with being pathologized, being wicked, being godless, being atheistical. Look, and the white gentleman was a white supremacist. Surprise, surprise. And you know what happened? Thank you for the two bucks, Brother Rolo. Let me tell you something. I said to him, look, dude, if you were really into white supremacy, you would spend more time fucking your women so we could get a break. <laughs> you would be making some white children instead of bothering us. There would be a damn white race. But you spend so much time hating us. And I said to him, you know what? Uh, Powerball. Just to give you a compliment on your head, Dr. Short. Oh, thank you. Powerball. I'm sorry. What's this stuff? Uh, Red Bull. And Viagra can't increase your sperm count, racist. Only God can. God's the one cutting down your stock, fool. You want to go out and beat up black men because we're loaded full of seed. That's never going to get it for you. In fact, if you want my seed, the baby's going to be black like me. So, so, so stop worrying about what we're doing and screw your own woman. Love them. Spend as much time banging the booty as you do going to the rifle range. Maybe there'd be more white people. That's the only way you're going to be here. Now, if you're talking about a race war and we have guns and shit now these days, um, it may not be so fun. It may not be like that black Wall Street shit where you just go through nobody has a gun. You just shoot him. I'm white. I'm great. I have AR-15. I can shoot people who can't fight me back. What happens when people can shoot back at your ass? And I says, my friend, that's how it is. One more thing I said to him that pushed him over the edge. And that was that you're not a real blonde. In fact, I've never met a white supremacist that was a blonde. I says, told him, you live in Michigan, but your family's from Indiana. He says, do you know what people from Indiana are called? Hoosiers. Do you know Hoosier is another way of saying mulatto? You're not even a fucking white man. So you're a dirty mulatto. You don't have a good dick. You can't sing. You can't dance. You have a flat ass. And you're not even a real white person. <laughs> Shit. Not even good at being black. So, you know, you can't collect insurance if you kill yourself. So I don't know how you're going to make it. <laughs> um, they went crazy. Well, I just had a conversation with him. And I didn't tell him to kill himself. I just said he wouldn't get an insurance policy if he shot himself. So, since we have the better dick, better music, the women like us, we look better. You think we look better. That's why you're obsessed with what we do. <laughs> I told him if you're gay, you aren't man enough because you're afraid you get turned out. You're going to like black folk and then you're going to be mad at yourself. So, shit, everywhere you slice it, you're kind of screwed. Uh, all of his friends, I think he had a meltdown. All of his friends started complaining. They tried to shut the guy's channel down. Mind you, I never said that he was ugly or dirty. And I, and I, have, I don't hate people like that. I really don't. I keep telling people. Every so many months, I've learned more about, like I showed you the, my, my grandfather's uh, having a fake name and shit, collecting money off of white people. He can pass for white. I... This is shit I just learned. I learned it today. Damn. So we don't even know 
what our grandparents five generations ago looked like. We know what we look like now. I've seen a picture of someone about three generations ago. And trust me, remember ugly ass, now he's King Charles. If he were more handsome, he'd look like my great, great grandfather. Mm. Um, he looks better than Charles. I'll send you a picture. I'm not lying. Uh, his mother was Duchess of Lancaster. His name's Lancaster. You saw the family name. Yeah. If, if I am related to them, I'm not a pedophile. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a palace to mess over kids. No, let's go back to this LGBTQ thing. I just want to send you that Hitler's whole movement was LGBTQ. This thing in Ukraine is somewhat LGBTQ. A, a whole bunch of the white uh, gay movement is full of white supremacist, racist men. Even the American Nazi Party started by George Lincoln Rockwell, who was a white supremacist Nazi, the American Nazi Party, the ANP, which uh, was in Virginia, where I grew up. Um, he ended up being shot dead over some sort of gay lover dispute. So uh, a lot of these white hate groups are full of gay white men who are frustrated. And so if you notice when a city becomes more gay, it becomes more anti-black simultaneously and it becomes more Luciferian. So for all of you who think you're gods and you don't like the Bible and shit, the dumbest ass black people I know are those who don't like Christianity. You don't even have to be one dummy, but, but you should look at what's good in it. And so I want to say to you that the hate movements, the Nazi movements, the all of this shit is gay. It's linked into neo-paganism. Neo-paganism is another way of saying the old paganism, people need to understand, religions prior to the emergence of Christianity, which a bunch of you guys have been told was a white thing, when black people went to Europe and got white people to stop fucking each other in the ass and killing one another, which is what happened. And uh, if you'd like, all you need to do is go online and look for the fact that that Vladimir Putin has released all these old pictures of black people who represent Jesus Christ and the disciples. They all know that everybody that came to Europe to teach them about Jesus and God and how to love one another were black people. And the only fucking retards on the planet who hate that legacy are stupid ass foundational black Americans who think running after Egypt and shit <laughs> is being black. When you have white people in Europe telling you that the Christ and the Bible is all about black people. And I have the same niggas who take, tell me one minute, Jesus Christ is black. And on the other hand, tell me he's a white supremacist. You can't have it both fucking ways. Satanic retards. Either he was a white dude that hated your guts or he was a black dude that was for your liberation. And the way we have it as well. Um, I want to suck dick or I want to smoke weed or I want to be a whore, a male whore, or a female whore. So I hate the Bible because it puts restraints on me. And you know what's interesting? The same people that hate the Bible, you've got buddies. The neo-pagan movement, the LGBTQ movement, all hate the Bible for the same reasons or similar reasons, which is why there's a union between certain black people and the LGBTQ movement because they all hate, in particular, Yehuda or Yah, 
Yehuda, another word for Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah for the Afroasiatic people called Hebrews. They hate Yehuda. Hitler hated Yehuda. All these people hate Yehuda. And you, and I just need you, and all you lazy Negroes out there, do a Google search and look up Cherokee DNA and use N as your Boolean search term. Cherokee, Cherokee DNA and Hebrew. And all the scientists will tell you, all of us who have these Aboriginal people's blood in our veins, Shawnee, Pawnee, Mataponi, all these people, subgroups of the Cherokee have Hebrew DNA. We are the fucking people of the Bible, you dumb fucks. And Sarnetter and those other assholes in New York talking to you about Egypt are lying to your asses. The uh, gentleman said, Dr. Short, explains why Russia was depending de- de- the Ukrainian soldiers and tying them to lampposts and setting them on fire. The Ukrainians in particular the uh, Azov Brigade are the descendants of Ukrainians who supported Hitler, who were mass killing Russians and Jews in the Second World War. And if you look at their flag, Azov is spelled A-Z-O-B. You'll look at their flag, it has the insignia of the Schutzstaffen or the, the Nazi SS, these are the people who killed the Africans, the Jews, the gypsies, <laughs> everybody. That is who your tax money in Ukraine is going to, and they're bringing these people who want to fucking kill black people. And these same Ukrainians that we're sending tax money to have been sending money to white hate groups to murder black people in America for the last 15 years. And you like them. Your stupid asses. So these people want to kill you and they're bringing you, bringing them into black areas. They're going to be armed. They're going to have jobs and they're going to be police and they're going to murder us. And you guys voted for this dis- despicable degenerate Biden. <laughs> Stupidity cost what mm. niggas on the street say being dumb is cool no being dumb is suicidal in a society where people hate your guts the ukrainians who are nazis hate black people we saw pictures i knew people who are black living in ukraine they reached out to me last year and i never heard from them again I wonder if my friend who I warned in 2011, be careful in Ukraine. And he tried to tell me, you black Americans, everything's covered to you. And I says, when you learn about racism, you'll call me. Well, he learned February 2022. No, in April 2022. And he reached out. And you know what? They weren't allowed to get out, and they've probably all been killed. You haven't heard anything about Africans or Black people in Ukraine since they've probably all been murdered people by the gay Ukrainian Nazis. And we love them, Biden, 
He's going to bring integrity to the White House. You <laughs> fucking fools. Uh, let me keep moving. So the Ukrainians, in fact, the current president of Ukraine, who might be LGBTQ, used to make semi-pornographic films where he'd play a piano with his penis and his testicles. Known facts. Straight guys don't do this. I mean, it's, I, it's, it's blatant. It's, it's literally, Dr. Chodin, I appreciate you showing us the puzzle. But it's amazing because it's blatantly in our face. It's not hidden. Because black people don't think. We've been trained not to think. Black people have been trained to be accepted, to get along, to fit in. It's sort of like a foster child wants to be in the family. I just do. I have seen people adopt kids. That Adopted kids will do anything that parent says. They just want a mom and dad so bad. Please want me. I'll do. I mean, they'd be giving hell to the biological children of the family because they want in so badly, especially if they're treated well. They will beat, kick the shit out of the biological kid. Make that biological kid feel like he don't even belong in his own home because they want in. We've been told and we've been begging, man, Whitey, we'll eat the doodle out of your ass. We'll drink your piss like it's uh, ginger ale. Just let us be. We want to be with you so much. Right? That's what we're told. When you're begging to belong, nothing matters as long as you get in. Mm. Black folks don't care about reality. What they want is to be white. Our people... Uh, even the ones I meet who claim <laughs> that they're atheists, they really do believe in white people. They really wish that they could be white somehow. They could. It, they don't want to be black. They hate God. In particular, God made us black. And it says that man was made in God's image. Well, he didn't have to make me a black man in God's image, right? <laughs> so I could fit in, so I could be happy, so I could live in the suburbs. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I could do river dance and shit. <laughs> our, we don't like ourselves. And by the way, that's why gays identify with black people. They don't like themselves either. They want to make everybody accept them for all the wrong reasons. Uh, we can't help and they don't care to help <laughs> what they are. Right? No. Mm. So the Ukraine and the Nazis... Nazism is a homo movement. The leader of the, the gays in Holland was gay. The leader of the gays, I'm sorry, the leader of the Nazis in England was gay. There's a correlation between uh, white hate groups and homosexuality. Because going back in time, you'll find that a lot of your ancient armies, in particular the Romans and Greeks, Greco-Roman thing, your armies full of homosexuals. Well, Think about it. If you're away from women all the time for years at a time, I mean, I'm sorry. Even when you put people in the U.S. submarines, I had a friend that was on the submarine. He told me guys would go crazy in the submarine. And dudes would be completely straight on land, underwater. When they get lonely, they, they would like pair off with the particular person that they could get with. Until they got ashore, then they go back to pussy. I have friends that are truck drivers who tell you that they're gay on the road and they're straight when they get home. There are certain institutions that are prone to attract gays. Police forces, military, 
prisons, huh? You get me? Where, you know, the song Connie uh, Francis used to sing, where the boys are somewhere. Okay. <laughs> There's a little thing and those motherfuckers had home and device looking for where the boys are. So if I was a person, and I, I've used this example to other people in other countries. Let's say, okay, I'm, I'm gay. And I like looking at naked men. And shit, and I don't want to pay. What better place to be in a barracks with men? When I get up to shower in the morning, there's just ass for days. I could just see male ass. I mean, take an extra long shower, shower and shit, get in the corner so I can like stare down the line and shit. Um, right? I don't even have to see women if I don't fucking want to see them. Or go in the Navy. I mean, if village people are telling your ass, if you want to be in a place where they're practically nowhere. In fact, even if most of the people in the ship are straight, the fact that they don't have no women around <laughs> means you might be able to push up on some person that's just about to break down and say, shit, I, I'll fuck just about anything. And I'm just saying to you, the Pentagon, the Pentagon had 7,000 persons caught with child pornography on their computers. Not one person was convicted. That's a lot of naked kids that these dudes were looking at. We seem to forget about the Abu Ghraib prison in Iraq where they were making the men do all the gay shit. And we haven't seen the half. There's stories where like the Iraqi guys were being interrogated and you know what? We're going to fuck this little boy in the ass if you don't tell us. And the person didn't believe him. They fucked the boy in the ass. <laughs> okay. He's across the street. <laughs> Just get off the kid, right? They were putting fluorescent light tubes in people's asses. Having people, having, having canine dogs bite at people's dicks and shit. Or the guy who was a British citizen of Somali origin where they took razor blades and cut him on the tip of his penis. What kind of dude sits up wanting to cut on another dude's penis for hours at a time? Mm. Are y'all hearing me? You wonder why these people are doing this suicide bombing and shit? You, if you cut on my dick with a razor blade, I'd probably want to blow up too. And, and kill your ass with an IED or something. So the army and the intelligence, all of these places are places for freaks to fit in. Or they go into the Peace Corps or the State Department where they can fuck people in other countries. You know, a lot of these people that gay treat the world like it's a sexual a la carte menu. I wonder what Myanmar dick is like. I haven't had it either. I said, you know, we should go there. Yes, we should. Right. <laughs> and they go, they go to Rangoon to get some Burmese dick. It was okay, but I like Thai better. Me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> you didn't know that they had these fucking tours. Let's Google the shit. Google, they have gay sex tours to pick countries. You want to fuck someone in Africa? You want to fuck a Maasai, a guy that walks around with lions and shit? <laughs> I mean, you can suck the dicks for a penny on the dollar. And these guys got dicks like arms. I would book a tour, but you have to have at least five or six people. And you have to have an HIV negative card. 
Now you can come back positive, but but we wouldn't be able to check if it takes six months. But we'd have to check you before you go back out. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. This is what's going on, y'all. They let me tell you. They have this other thing that these people are doing, where it's hosting, where they use things like the internet and they go looking for dudes. I wonder what it's like to screw somebody from Switzerland. I wonder if they say Ricola when they bust another people who find out, you know, right? <laughs> and then they'll bring someone over and they'll run trains on somebody from Switzerland. You know, they do this kind of stuff, just do all the. They <clears throat> see these, these gay folks on Wall Street have so much money. You know, people who just want a regular condo where they can screw, you know, with a, a waterbed or, you know, you know, probably have some uh, new age music and shit on. That's like ordinary people. But you see, these people, they're so far out there. <clears throat> they can't enjoy regular, you know, fashionable penetration. <sighs> Says, man, that's that's so corny that's old that's like 19th century i want to live now right so what's now right these so these people are very very nasty and degenerate they go all over africa they they go to micronesia they go to dubai man i always want to screw a camel jockey i'd like to fuck on a camel i, I don't think i'd fall off you know what? I put some Teflon on the saddle. Yeah, you know? right. I mean, th this is, but they have so much money, and and the other thing that we have to understand, and the term is called chem sex. Have you heard of chem sex, boys and girls? Well, let me help you. Chem sex is a ritual that's been going on for about, I'd say, fifteen years. And chem sex is like a whole scene that's in New York, London, Paris, Barcelona, or Barcelona. Oh, God, that's so gay. The way you hear the Spanish person say Barcelona. Your tongue is Barcelona. I mean, we say it Barcelona and Barcelona. It's just like, yeah. like, like they're trying to scoop some cum in their mouth when they say it. Anyway, look. Helsinki and all these big cities in Europe have these clubs where people use drugs, dance, and have sex for days at a time. That's New York, that's Chicago, mm. that's LA, it's Rio, it's Sao Paulo, it's various places in the world. And part of chem sex is you take ketamine, you take GBH. You take poppers. That's what probably killed George Michael. You know, what's the song? Uh, I've got to have faith. <laughs> it should be, i got to have depends. <laughs> because <laughs> it's so easy. My shit is greasy. <laughs> My sexuality is fake. Right. <laughs> and it should be, <laughs> it should be, careless virus instead of careless whisper. But anyway, <clears throat> George Michael, probably his heart probably stopped beating because he took the other thing that people use, which you call poppers, amyl nitrate, the other things. These are, uh, these are things that you snort that causes your uh, uh, 
your heart rate to change and as, as well as it loosens up your asshole so you can have large objects go into it, whether it's a foot or a soccer ball, you know, um, a fist. Uh, there's a very good book I talk to people about. It's called Things Found Inside. And one guy had an, 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 a, a basically an anti-aircraft gun shell, basically a cannon shell stuck up his ass. And he would go to work with um, live ammunition in his ass. Mm. And so if you look at the book, it's called Things Found Inside. Um, if you want a link, just write me. My email and all this shit is up here. And thank you, everybody that's made a contribution. Everybody can give up with two. Uh, but things found inside, I mean, a guy had a, 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 a pistol up his ass. One had, um, what's his name? The Tex, the cowboy from Toy Story, stuck up his ass. They had spatulas, um, pots and pans stuck up their asses, people. I mean, uh, tennis balls, VHS tapes, um, light bulbs. This this is foreign to normal people. It's foreign to some of you, but it is absolutely normal. This is what these people are saying. We're just like your mom and dad. I'm just trying to think. I don't think my father would want text up his ass. I don't think my mother would want text up her ass either. Or a loaded gun. What if that shit went off? <laughs> Can you imagine they were traveling and you kept you kept setting off the alarm and then people looked and they saw you had a gun up your ass? That has to be really embarrassing because you have a gun up your ass. <laughs> you guys in the chat, if you have any questions um, for Dr. Short before we close out, make sure you ask the questions as soon as possible. Uh oh, I don't want to keep you up all night. Oh, look, you got to go to work, don't you? <laughs> a couple oh, hours. Well, let me just say this to you. So we could do a rundown. The Pride Month is falling. People are tired of what's happening to the kids. Um, they've been particularly gross and nasty and out there with it. And so uh, Bud Light in particular, and I have to say this, all the so-called black movement, black media, all of you guys are phonies because we haven't had one boycott on any substantive issue all these murders, deaths, the money that you guys take in, there should be some coordinated strike that we make on people who hate us. Just talking about what they do to us isn't enough. So we got 20, 30, 40, 100,000 followers. We can't get uh, uh, some kind of action done. I want to remind people when Pearl Harbor occurred, white folk were so mad the Department of Defense, uh, the United States Army. At one point, the Air Force used to be under the United States Army. Most people don't know that. The Air Force was became an independent branch after World War II. The Air Force, as part of the infantry, said, we got to do something. So you had uh, the Doolittle Raid. You had a bunch of American planes. It bombed Japan. It didn't make a lot of damage, but it said, fuck you, Japanese. You screw us. We screw you. We're going to bring this shit all the way to your homeland and make you hurt like we hurt. And it was the precursor 
to the bombings that would happen in Japan, ultimately leading up to Nagasaki and Hiroshima. This thing will not stop until we strike. We've got to take an action. I want to say that white men just said no to Bud Light. Bud Light, they've lost 25% of their stock valuation. You know, you can't even get um, meth heads to drink Bud Light right now. Corona stocks are up. Yenling stocks are up. Sam Adams stocks are up, right? Everybody shit's up. Xing Zhao's up. Even the Chinese shit with some Corona in it. It's up. But not Bud Light. That and Target. If we wanted to save our young people, we want to save our race. In fact, if we want to save Juneteenth from becoming Poonteenth and Poon for pussy or for, for butt pussy, Poonteenth is what was going to, if we don't do something, June will become a month where the rectums. <laughs> of the gay world will eat up. It will devour the assholes of the sodomites will eat up our ancestors' legacy <laughs> and barf out Poonteenth. And we'll have folks thinking that somehow the rainbow, that Abraham Lincoln probably was fucking a black dude and that's why we had the Civil War. He just wanted to let this man out. <laughs> the kind of stupid shit that's going to come. And don't tell me that that shit's not possible. When they can tell you a man can have a baby, then Abraham Lincoln could have had a black lover that made him cause the Civil War. To me, that actually makes more sense than trying to tell me a man can have a baby. Okay, niggas, so get off of that. Now let's do some more books because um, I know I got to let you go to sleep. If you really want to understand how deviant the, the gay world is and why people are getting sick, this book, uh, it's called um, Fuck Flu, Bug Chasing, and the Paz Brotherhood. And Paz Brotherhood is a brotherhood of people who have AIDS or other STDs. They're positive, and so they see it as a unique brotherhood. Bug chasing is seeking out other people who have AIDS so you can get it because you consider AIDS a gift. Uh, fuck, fuck flu is another word for AIDS. Um, another good book, if you ever want to understand the degeneracy of one of the pioneers of the LGBTQ movement, Body Counts. And if you ever want to get these titles, you know, you can always write. I can tell you how to find them. There, A lot of them are on Scamazon. These two are on Scamazon. They're written by a, a minor attracted persons apologist. Minor attracted persons is another way for people who fuck children, pedophiles. And this is a one map book, which is called The Dominions of Man, uh, Society, Reason, and Sexuality. So this is a pro-pedophilia book that's on sale on Amazon. And look at the little deviant white dude that wrote it. He looks like he'd molest the kid. His name is Philip Greaves. And um, and here's another one, Our Fountains of Pleasure. This is also a book encouraging people to have sex with children. And this is why you see all these people doing um, uh, <laughs> stuff with kids, Drag Queen Story Hour. There's a whole movement to screw our kids. And I believe this is why Pride Month, that's what's hurting Target. I think Bud Light came before, and then the people in the schools talked about these textbooks. Um, if you really want to get deeper, this is a very good book. 
A Queer History of the United States by Michael Bronski. Don't worry if you don't get the titles. You can always write me. I, I do respond to intelligent responses. If you want to know why the people on the left, like stupid-ass Cornell West, uh, support LGBTQ, this is a good book. You'll find that the communist and socialist movements have made uh, the sodomite lifestyle a ethnic national grouping. So communists are now fighting for homosexual liberation. So if you're on the left, you're for pro-gayness. Um, if you want more background on how long white folk have been this kinky, you can get yourself a copy of Same Sex Unions in Pre-Modern Europe. I mean, at least I do my research. I'm not just you guys. Please make sure you uh, get in touch with Doctor Short and, and really get. This I'm almost list. done. I got about about five more. I know your eyes about to fall shut. Um, <laughs> okay, another. This is a person trying to justify why Christians need to just let people fuck and the Bible's lying and that they misinterpret the Bible and that people should be fucking of the same sex. Uh, Christianity, social tolerance, and tolerance. Do you remember that? Tolerance? When gay people say tolerance, it basically means let us do whatever the fuck we want as much as we want and become our slaves because we're so cool and wonderful. Lewis Crompton has a very fine book homosexuality and civilization. It also talks about how civilizations go down. A part of that is from men going down on men. A summary of the philosophies that support all this gender, feminist, and gay bullshit. Architects of the cultures of death. A book that explains how the homosexual gods and all uh, like June was the ancient month for homosexuality in uh, the Roman world. In fact, the mm -hmm. 24th, I'm sorry, the 9th of June was the day that the gods made men want to fuck each other. This was actually before Christianity took over. Now that Christianity is being diminished, even the United Nations is saying that Christians have to embrace LGBTQ or Christianity needs to be punished for not embracing the gay shit. Uh, so this book uh, by Jonathan Kahn, Return of the Gods, a lot of the gods, even the gods of these Greek letter organizations that niggas belong to, are homosexual gods. So that's why the boule doesn't say anything. So the black people you look up to, you think they're representing you, which they're not, they're aligned with gods that want you to get screwed in the ass or they want you to have vaginal secretions in your throat and pubic hairs between your teeth, ladies, and not from men. Um, this is Black Sun, talks about paganism and the Nazis. So even hating black people and this gay shit, it's all a religion and killing and destroying us is part of it. Um, I'll give you one more and I'll stop. Just so you'll understand how gay this Nazi shit is. This is talking about gay stormtroopers. The stormtroopers were uh, the Sturmabteilung, which are the German rank and file grassroots movement that helped Hitler come to power. And a bunch of them were gay. Their leader was Ernst Royum, a notorious disease-infected gay dude who was killed in the Night of the Long Knives. He was Hitler's main man at helping him advance. So the Nazi movement, this white supremacist movement, which is now also in the gay movement, is an anti-black, pedophile, freaky drug movement. And they hate our guts. Wake the hell up, people. 
and I'll put one more up here and I'll stop. We can have another conversation. We have to do this again, but Pride Month is going to fall because they've grossed us out. People are realizing that they're after the children. It's so nasty and despicable until anybody who was tolerant isn't anymore. If you agree, hit the like button. If you like this, join and share this channel. Hi, Sister Shira, Brother Robin, all my friends out here. We're going to chat as soon as this conversation ends. Send what you can as often as you can and send something to this brother here. Like this, advance this, share this. If you do not have Cash App, I do take PayPal and Zelle through my email address, which is wrandyshort at gmail.com. Tolerant lives matter. And Pride Month, it's our duty and the next 12 months to make certain that we never have a Pride Month like what we've had this year. I'm over now. This is Dr. Randy Short, uh, president of the Black American Constitutional Political Action Committee. And behalf of Let's Talk To, good night. God bless. Like this channel. Share this. You must be born again and born again street. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk to y'all later. Good night. <laughs>